Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome <laughs> to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? David? We're back. Two weeks out. Welcome back. Two weeks out. Now, <laughs> remind me. Yes. Do we have another two weeks till we meet yes, again? Yes, we do. We do. Okay. Yeah, we are in the thick of pens. We're calling it the mega April of 2023. Oof. Listen, it started on March 30th. Like April. Right. It yeah. started on March 30th when Kayla had a massive awards ceremony I at Millersville University and all four grandparents came. That was like the big event. That was a big circle on our calendar. And then it went to Amy's work trip to Kansas City. Oh my goodness. Which went directly into Penn's work trip to Las Vegas. Mm. Now we're home for like five minutes and then I'm heading back to Utah what? next weekend for a race. Yeah. And then I'll be back like normal for the rest of the year. But this is like our crazy, it starts March, March 30th and it goes till May 7th. And then we'll be back to, <sighs> but yeah. Am I tired? Yeah. Yeah. I just flew in from Las Vegas. Boy, are your arms boy, tired. Boy, my arms. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But no, it, it's, it's uh, pretty wild. It's good stuff. I, I want to give a shout out. Yeah. To Big Beardo Steve. Big Beardo Steve? Big Beardo Steve. Okay. Because just randomly, Big Beardo Steve, who I didn't know paid attention when I spoke. Oh, yeah. Was like, hey, I listened to the podcast. What's about up? About Super Mario Brothers. I was like, oh, cool. Oh, he's shit. Like, and he's like, actually, I've listened. I've been listening to him. Yeah, all of them. And I was like, get out. And he's like, no, for real. And I said, no, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> no. Same thing happened. Yeah. I'll give a shout out to my boy. Yeah. Coach Young. <gasps> from Millersville track and field. No. Uh, we were talking some business, which by the way, hey, we owe each other a phone call. Like, <laughs> I almost didn't give him a shout out because I'm embarrassed because I, <laughs> I owe him a return phone call. <laughs> but um, yeah, same thing. We were like trying to set up a phone call because Penn Cinema and Millersville are good friends. Yeah. And uh, we're trying to work something out. And he's like, I put it in the earbuds. These people, they, they're trying to run away from it. <laughs> he's like, he's like made, I, I forget what the comment was, but like you, you get that where you're like out and about doing your business and somebody makes a comment about like, like revealing that they're on, in on the inside joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. like, oh shit, you're listening to the show. And yeah. they're like, yeah. And then you're like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's, so, what's, what? what's my move here? How, how did you hear that? <laughs> is this an apology? Do I owe you? <laughs> the worst is when, and, and uh, there's this is not a complaint, but the yeah. worst is when they're like, Oh man, it's like you said about such and such. It's like, what did I say? Did about I? That? <laughs> Remind me. <laughs> it's like being in school when you didn't read the book. And right. Like, what did you think? Well, what did you think about the book? <laughs> I copied that homework. Oh my god. So you were out at CinemaCon. I was. I was out at CinemaCon 2023 in okay. beautiful downtown Las Vegas. This was a huge one. Yes. Well, a huge one from pop culture standards. Let's okay. just say. Um. I decided okay. executively when mm -hmm. I was writing up these notes yep. that instead of just listing all of the bajillion things, yeah. because you can go and find that everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. And, and and especially since we've been so like, we're not on the pulse these, these couple right. weeks, which right, is right. fine. Let's just hear about what you saw and what your impressions were and stuff that Penn directly interacted with. Yeah. Rather than just list, oh, yeah. they announced that the Little Mermaid has, has, you know, right. underwater scenes. Yeah. Well, should we start with the gifts that I brought? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So the first gift that I brought. Uh oh. Oh, Super Mario Cup. Look at this. It's a tall one too. It's, this is, yeah. like, is this a pint? Yeah. And it should fit in your, it's a couple pints and it should fit in your cup holder, which is it should fit my cup one holder? of the selling points. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is dope. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. And then, before I got to CinemaCon, I was in Kansas City, and I came across this great little store. Uh-oh. I, I honestly, it was the kind of store 
This is Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Right on the border of Kansas. What? But it's in Missouri. Whoa. And it's the kind of store you go in and it's full of like knickknacks and funny little things. Wax. Right. Yeah. Did you give the dog a bone? I, I gave the dog a bone, oh, yeah, okay. but it was like that kind of store where I wanted to buy like everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I had to limit myself, but I got you this sticker, which I thought you would appreciate. Because <laughs> 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 it reminded me of our Star Wars conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little kitten holding a ray gun that just says poo, poo, poo under it. Pew, pew, pew. pew, pew, pew. <laughs> this is amazing. Yes. Thank you. I, I love that. I saw that and I was like, David. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right. Immediately. Yeah. Okay, so my experience at CinemaCon. So we were in Kansas City for Amy's work and then we flew uh -huh. directly to Vegas, which was interesting because there's no direct flights. Wow. Yeah. So how did you do that? Which is weird. You flew. We flew to Dallas. Okay. And then we walked literally a mile and a half, not exaggerating. Wow. Mile and a half from the gate, from the one plane to the gate to the other plane. Whoa. Yeah, so that was dicey. Then we got in the cab. And there was dice in the mirror. <laughs> hey. So you get to Vegas and I mean, I'm, ass I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners have been to Las Vegas, but for those of you who have not, yeah, you walk off the plane and you're immediately like at the terminal, you're immediately faced with slot machines yeah. and cigarette smoke. Yeah. Like everybody's smoking indoors at every, at every venue. <laughs> Why yeah. not? Right. I mean, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and then when you're outside, it smells like weed. Oh, right. Right. Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not? Well, you can't smoke that inside. <laughs> right. So, you know, immediately you're like, oh, we're not home anymore. Right. We're not in Kansas City anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Missouri. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> I had a series of meetings, which I won't bother like getting into because they were like business stuff, but yeah. I'll just mention because it's interesting. People like to hear about sort of the back behind the scenes stuff. So there's two sort of groups that I'm involved with that I attended. And the one is NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So we should say CinemaCon is... You see all the flashy Hollywood studio celebrities. They drop new trailers. They drop content. They drop, you know, and what they're trying to do, the studios, the purpose of CinemaCon is CinemaCon is the annual meeting mm -hmm. of the National Association of Theater Owners. Right. NATO. Except for the one year that Penn, who didn't own a theater, snuck in. Right. <laughs> that year is the NATO plus one. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Right. Special event. Right. That was, that was 2004, <laughs> two years before we opened, and I snuck right in with Amy. Um, anyway, so the national, so it's the annual meeting, and the purpose of the annual meeting is all these studios come out, and the idea is they're trying to get theater owners excited for their upcoming slate. Right. So that's sort of the overall, that's the vibe. Like, so everywhere you look, there's something like, for example, in the lobby, the bank of elevators, each elevator is, is postered with, you know, like a mission impossible poster or a fast 10 year seatbelts poster yeah. or, you know, whatever, all the big movies. Um, and then you also have little studios running around trying to get you to pay attention to their little stuff. I'll talk to you about my A24. That's, you know, my example of like the little guy. But uh, anyway, so the two, the two sort of business meetings I was telling you about was the NATO, the National Association of Theater Owners has regional and state chapters. Okay. All right. So I'm the vice president of the Pennsylvania chapter. Oh, Mr. President. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, NATO of PA, as it's known. So we had a, we had a breakfast. Um, it wasn't really a meeting. It was more like a meet and greet, but it was really nice because you stand around and you talk to some people who you know really well. I met a guy, uh, and then you some people who you're just, it's nice to meet them. I met a guy who is the third generation owner of his, wow. of his circuit, which is 30 different theaters. So it's big enough to have 30 different locations, but small enough it's not a Regal or an AMC. Right. And his daughter is taking over the operation, so it's going to be a fourth generation. Uh, when his grandfather started the company, the first theater was in 1932. Wow, where are these guys located? How about that? They're all over the place. They have wow. some theaters in western Pennsylvania, which is really? why they were at the NATO PA meeting. So it was nice to meet them and sort of you tell some war stories and, you know, sort of exchange stories with either dealing with certain vendors or dealing with customers or dealing with studios and just sort of, you know, comparing notes because, you know, 
you don't get access to a lot of theater owners. Right. You know what I mean? There's only one inlet. It's, you know, and then, you know, I like, I have no access to Manor because that's a regal, you know what I mean? So then I, I, as you know, we're close friends with Zootropolis, you know? So anyway, it's really nice to get in a friendly situation and talk to a room full of other theater owners. Um, and then I also attended a, the national meeting, the NATO meeting, where we talked about a variety of issues, you know, facing the, the business. So with that out of the way, that was like some business that, you know, we sort of took to. Um, and then as far as like the studios go, like I had a little uh, dinner with, um, well, it was more like drinks with uh, my friend from Paramount, yeah. you know, which was really nice. I wasn't able to attend the actual Paramount presentation, but I will say um, they had massive 40, I don't know, 40, 50 foot tall um, Optimus Prime and Optimus Ooh. Primal, yeah. right? right? The gorilla guy, yeah. right? Thing. And they were parked out in front of the Caesars. So the whole thing takes place at Caesars Palace, which, of course, is where The Hangover was filmed. Right. So I walk in to check into my room, and the, the girl's checking me in, and I'm like, did Caesar really live here? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, we've never heard that before. Oh, you're a retro. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This guy. Right. She was like, hey, Bobby, you got to hear what this guy just recorded the hangover. Cause Remember? Because it, it was filmed here. <laughs> Still relevant. <laughs> right, right, right. But it is super. I mean, I've been to Caesars a bunch of times since the hangover came out. and it I've is, only been to Little Caesars. Right. right. <laughs> it is weird how, like, because a lot of the hangover was filmed on site in Caesars. Right. It is weird. Like, like that's where you check in. Yeah. Like that famous scene where they're checking in, like that's where you stand to check in to your room. You know, it's a real spot and there's a real mural and it's, it's pretty wild. Um, so I did a lot of stuff like that, meeting with, you know, different friends from studios and, um, some of the people I met with are interesting because, um, like I deal with them every single Monday and I feel like we're good friends, but then we've never met. Right. You know what I mean? So never met in person. So it was nice to catch up with, you know, some of those people. And then I had lunch with uh, a couple guys that I work with who have been close partners with Penn Cinema since we opened. Wow. Gary Engold and Kevin LaCritz and Amy and I all had a really nice lunch together and it was great to catch up with them. Um, so anyway, onto the movie stuff, which yeah. is I know what people care about. So yeah. All that, all that other stuff aside, um, I, I went to, I, I met, uh, the A, A24 mm -hmm. had a little suite. They had like a, in the hotel, yeah. you know, so they didn't have a full blown studio presentation like Disney, Paramount, Sony, Warner Brothers, et cetera. Said they walked around and said, Hey, you want to come back to my room? Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, yeah. you it's know, a sketch, but, you know. <laughs> right. and it was super sketch because the suite happened to be on the exact same floor as my hotel room. Oh yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I walked down to this room now. And you, you told him if you hear anyone yelling, right. <laughs> so I get down to the suite and there's a big sign in front, like a standee type of sign that says a 24. And I'm like, okay, so I know this is the right place, but like the door was shut. So I'm like, <laughs> Speak, speak friend and, <laughs> right. Under, right? <laughs> and it was like this awkward thing and I was like I, I don't know maybe nobody's home and anyway so it was great to catch <laughs> they up they were all them. in robes <laughs> like oh <laughs> so, so nice of you to drop by <laughs> <laughs> you can just put your stuff down over there <laughs> but they had they had a bunch of swag and and um they were they were really promoting because they it was the same weekend that Bo is Afraid opened oh. which has been doing really well in yeah. Lidditz and it just opened in Wilmington. Um, so, you know, that gave us something fun to chit chat. And again, that's another team of distributors that I hadn't met. Um, so it's nice to meet them in person. So anyway, the first big presentation that I went to was um, Sony and they showed a lot of content um, and they, they did a big lifetime achievement award for your boy Denzel Washington because oh, he was there promoting Equalizer. Mm -hmm. But the big one, yeah. That I know you wished you were there was the first, was it? No, it wasn't the first. It was 15 minutes of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. So now let me paint the picture for you. This is a big convention. Yeah. Right. So you watch, like when I talk about like showing a trailer or showing a clip, you're in the forum with, or the Coliseum, which is a four, I think it's a 4,000 seat theater. Holy smokes. 
I might be wrong on that. It might be three. I, it's a big ass theater. Like there's like 55 people in there. It's packed. <laughs> it's wall to wall. Oh like God. people waiting. Like you got to get there. It's kind of like Comic Con. Yeah. You know, if if it's a popular you know panel or something like that, you got to get there an hour early. Yeah. And now technically they have enough seats for everybody, but you know some of the seats nobody wants to be in those shitty seats. Right. Right. So. What happens is people end up getting in line, like forming a crowd around the doors of the Coliseum like an hour before, yeah. you know, and then the organizers wait until last possible moment till you can't stand it another second. And yeah. then they open the doors and everybody like <laughs> rushes in, you know, like it's a rock concert. Um, I will say one nice thing from my perspective is I was kind of solo this year at all the official events. Whoa. Family was with it, was out with me, um, but no, none of them were attending Comic Con or CinemaCon. So at events like the Coliseum, I kind of wandered in whenever I felt like, and finding a solo seat yeah. is a lot easier than finding two together or four together or whatever. You know what the solution is, though? Mm. Like, even better. Yeah. Right? It You bring your podcast host host mm. with you, right? Oh. And then you're like, I got to go meet so-and-so for drinks. Right. Save me a seat. You get there early yeah. and, and stake it out. Gotcha. And he's like, you know, Penn... I'm so excited to be here with you right. that I'm willing. I would be happy to do I'd that. I'd be happy Interesting. To, to, to pull my weight. Which podcast host? Any podcast host? Well, hosts? I mean, say that you had like maybe one that you do a weekly show with. Okay. Right. Like Yeah, like a On regular. Movies, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I none come to mind no, right now, but I'm right. sure if if the opportunity. So, of all out, the podcasts that are out there, of all the podcasts that you're part of, <laughs> that I'm part of, yeah, right, that are out there, pick one of those. Yeah, pick one of the hosts for the movie, right? One, right, and then maybe have him go to Vegas with you. Gotcha. Because maybe he has a friend in Vegas, and he could just easily when oh, you're busy, right? He could just visit him. Interesting. You know, yeah, it could, but uh -huh. maybe you know that's uh -huh. a. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, that's what's great about you, David. Yeah. You're, you're full of solutions. Mm. You're always willing to help. Right. This is exciting. Even if it's not me. Right. No, you know, it could be anybody. It could be any of no. the other podcasts. No. You're, yeah. not, you're not in it for you. No. No, it's you're looking clearly out. Clearly looking out. For me. For you. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've painted the scene. Yeah. This yeah. is a large venue, right? Yeah. And what's cool about it is. I would say that the presentation in IMAX uh -huh. is dramatically better than the presentation that we saw at the at the Coliseum. Right, because you're probably like full football field away from the screen, right? Right, you're yeah. you're a long way away from the screen, and it's not necessarily designed. Right, it's not a, it's not a movie theater. It's not a movie it's theater. A theater. It's a concert hall. Yeah, you know, it's in. This is where Celine Dion plays, or a, right. I should say, currently, it's like Adele. Right. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld's playing. Or, you know, it's like that yeah. type of place. Who do they think they are? Right. So anyway, fifteen minutes of Spider Man, and it was really cool because it wasn't completely finished. Oh. So like every now and then, like it would be going and looking normal, and then all of a sudden, like for example, like the coloring might drop out. Or like in the background, instead of the full-blown skyline of the city, you might just literally see digital boxes right. like floating, which the director was like, please excuse, you know, we're not finished with this yet. You know, we're giving you, ex you know, advanced look. You have to understand we're not finished. So he was almost like apologizing for it. But I thought it was super cool. Like I thought it was really neat to yeah. see like how you can sort of imagine what goes into the final product. Yeah. Um, and the 15 minutes that we saw was just amazing. I mean, this movie is going to be off the charts. Wow. Yeah. I'm so pumped. No, it was it was super cool. And Sony had a bunch of other um, good content. Uh, they 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 had a funny bit with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, who were not there in person, but they had filmed a, a bit that they played on the screen for CinemaCon. And it was it was hilarious. Like literally, you're laughing out loud. Will Smith's like, "What's up, everybody? We're sorry we couldn't be there." And the Martin Lawrence was like, "Don't lie to them. Don't lie to them. You don't want to be there." <laughs> you know? So they had this whole pretend like conversation about telling the truth and being genuine. And Will Smith was like, "All right, well, let's start again." And then he's like, "All right, what's up, CinemaCon? We're glad we're not there." <laughs> and I mean, people were roaring, laughing. So <clears throat> that was fun. And. Um, there was a lot of a lot of really good content, uh, but I mean, obviously, what stole the show was the uh, Spider Verse stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was just incredible. I know they announced Craven the Hunter, yes. rated R, first yes. R Marvel 
Sony picture. Yes. And that, that I, I'm sorry that I forgot that as well. We saw some, uh, I don't think we saw a full, full scene. I think we saw clips, yeah. like little clips. Uh, but what we saw was great. It was really, like, got me pretty excited for this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, they also showed a couple, uh, they showed some content with Jennifer Lawrence from, um, uh, what's that one she has with, uh, oh, shoot, the name, it was on the tip of my tongue, and it just literally... With the kid? Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about the trailer. Yeah, where it's, she's like the babysitter. Yeah, it's not yeah. No Hard Feelings or something like that, but it's uh, something like, something... It, yeah. You know, you know, know the one talking we're talking about, about. Yeah. yeah. So that was really cool, and then... Um, the other highlight, so then in the evening, you go to this um, uh, party at the um, at the Omnia, which is a massive nightclub. Um, and I have to say, like, the, the party was, like, kind of cool. Um, it wasn't, like, insane. I'm, I'm sorry. It was totally insane, but it wasn't, like, movie-related. Yeah. It was just, like, a, as if you were in this super cool nightclub. Yeah. You know, music's like crazy loud. There's the, the Omnia has this crazy lighting sequence. It's almost like a chandelier, but like on steroids and it drops the whole way down from the ceiling and they blow like dry smoke out, you know, and you know, all that kind of, so it's total, total craziness, but there were no movie stars and there was no special content and it was like fine. Yeah. It was like whatever, you know, and then you're tired and you, you know, you've been at it since seven o'clock and now it's 10 o'clock and it's like, let me find my way back to my room and right. call it a night. So then, uh, the Warner brothers content was pretty special. Um, I did not, I knew the color purple was coming out on Christmas day, but I didn't really like give it, much I kind of shrugged like yeah okay yeah. you know it'll it'll be there I didn't know what to make of it and the guy from Warner Brothers was like introducing it and of course they they made a big deal about Barbie you know and they made a big deal about all their you know other content that's coming up and they talked about the Flash and I'll get to that in a minute but um, then all of a sudden he was talking about how he got in this conversation with Oprah and then he was trying to describe the color purple and he was like well I guess I'll just let her tell you about it. And then, the, like, she came walking out on stage, Whoa. and the place went absolutely crazy. Everybody's screaming. A new car. <laughs> right. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> so Oprah comes out with um, Tanisha Henson. Is that how you say her first name? Sure. You know her. You know who I mean. Yeah. And Fantasia and another actress whose name I forget. It's essentially the cast of Color Purple. And they talked about what the project means to them and what it meant to them. And then they showed a full-length trailer. And I got to tell you, David... This is going to be a huge movie. Yeah. This movie was not really on my radar. It's going to be huge. Like this movie is off the charts. This was a powerful trailer that wow. really made me want to see this movie. Wow. So it was exciting. Um, and then, I mean, there was lots of, oh, so I, I should talk about the trade show, but the last. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm get, I was just about to say, whoa. I was just, is that what you're, you're worried that I forgot? You worried I didn't talk about it? I mean, this is the highlight of the whole trip. We were Warner Brothers. Yeah, this is the highlight of the whole yeah. trip. But see, the 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 Warner Brothers presentation they did it twofold. Okay. They they had a morning, uh huh, with which is what I just described. Oh, okay, all right. And then they were done with the morning piece. Yeah. And then I went to the trade show, uh -huh. and that's where you walk around, and that's where you meet like all your vendors, mm. and um. A variety of people. That's where I got the Super Mario Cup. It's great. Um, there was something else I wanted to tell you guys about the trade show, and now I'm forgetting it. But I'll try to rem I'll try to remember it. So you go to the trade show, and that was fun to see some of my old friends there. And you know, you're kind of chit chatting, and you're talking about you're you're eating Oreos ice cream, of course, and Oreos um, popcorn, Oreo wow. Oreo flavored popcorn with crumbled Oreos in it. And then the next station over, you're eating Cheetos popcorn. This is amazing. Cheetos. Yeah. As pop popcorn. As popcorn. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so good. It was ridiculous. We had tummy aches by the end of the night. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, because you eat everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you don't, I think you can arrest you. If you don't. It's one of the few illegal things right. in Vegas. There's something wrong with you, yeah. yeah. So I met, my, uh, I met my guy at Universal there. And that was fun. Talked to him and talked to my guy from Focus Features. Um, you know, the other one that they talked a lot about, um, I'm going back. I, I forget if it's Sony or Warner Brothers, but Gran Turismo. 
Oh, okay. That movie coming out, that was pretty dope. They they talked a lot about that and and uh, showed showed some content from that. And the re- what made me think of that with the trade show is they had a really cool display where guys were sitting in the cars, like you like you could get in and play the game, and oh, it was it was cool. super cool. There was a long line to get in, so I didn't do it. But um, you didn't drop a name. You guys know that I'm Penn. <laughs> oh, Mister. Oh Pat, shit! Come, come on, on right up. Yeah, come yeah. right up here. Okay, so trade show. Uh huh. Take all my goodies back to my room. Of course. And then it's time. It's time to go to the Coliseum. Yeah. So I go to Coliseum, uh-huh. and there's already a big crowd. Because it's, I'm talking about the screening of The Flash. Right. Now, I should mention, Yeah. my friend Mark Pons gave me Flashpoint. Yeah. Like a month ago. Mm. I finished it on the plane out to Vegas. It's crazy. It's it's almost graphic. like someone let you a book years ago and you didn't finish. But this one? This somehow this I found a, time. You found time. <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, no. Yeah, I don't weird. remember anyone. I, you know, I wouldn't take it personally. No. If it was me. Right. <laughs> lending the book. No. No. You, you wouldn't remember it for years. No, no, no. No. no, no right. No. So my point is. Right. I you thought, read, I thought instead point. of making making fun of me. Right. Well, that's not. Instead of making <laughs> it about you, I what? thought <laughs> I thought you would be impressed that you read Flashpoint. Yes. I am impressed. All right, you with give every it to me? impression there comes right. depression. <laughs> <laughs> so I read Flashpoint, so I felt incredibly hip. Yeah. Oh, nice. I felt super like the cool kid. Right. Like if there was going to be some references in this movie, by God, I was going to get them. Get them. I didn't need anyone to tell me who who that guy is. No. You know, like or what what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. So so I want to tell you a story because because you're gonna laugh at me. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I get over to the Coliseum and it's packed. There's already like a huge crowd. But again, first of all, I'm solo. Yeah. So you know, you move fast when you're by yourself. And second of all, I'm an experienced concert goer. So I'm pretty comfortable weaving my way through crowds. Oh, yeah. You know, I got no problem in a crowd. So I weave my way up as far up as I think I can get without being a jerk. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try to push in front of the people who got there an hour ago. You did the typical thing where you, you pump your hands in front of you and you go, I'm just going to walk like this. <laughs> and if you get in my way. Right, the, the Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get up to about where I'm comfortable without being a jerk. And I realize, oh, shit. I left my hotel, the key to my hotel room in my hotel room. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah, well, all right, that's no problem. When the movie's over, I'll text Amy and we'll meet up somewhere. And, you know, she obviously she has keys to the room and no, no big deal. A couple more minutes go by and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have my badge, my lanyard with the, with the badge saying that I'm a registered CinemaCon attendee. Oh, no. You're not going to get in and see a flash without your badge. So I'm like, oh my God, first of all, where the hell is it? I bet it's in the room, but you don't have a room key. So I had to bail out of the line that I had weaseled my way halfway up. And then I had to go wait in another line to get to the front desk where Zach Galifianakis checked in at the hangover. I had to make the same joke same again. Because you can't not. No, you can't. You cannot walk up to that desk and not make that joke. Yeah. Finally got myself a room key. Yeah. Found my way back up to my room, past the A24 suite. Hey, guys, how you know? I they're, just, they're you know. sitting there with robes. <laughs> right. Back again. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. You know, so I, I had to stop in and have a drink with them. Yeah, you know. of course. <laughs> <laughs> Find my way back to my room. Thank God my badge was right there, oh. just right where I left it. Found my way back down past the A24 booth again. Hey, guys, no, I'm just leaving. I can't. Okay, You'll just one. Back, just one, you know. <laughs> down the escalator, the Mission Impossible, you know, elevator doors open and shut. Walk past the Fast 10 display. I get to the Coliseum just in time as they're opening doors. And I'm like, this couldn't have worked out better. And because I was by myself, I got a seat, no problem. Yeah. And so now. I'm sitting there. There's a big slide on the screen that, you know, has a picture of the Flash and Batman and um, is it Supergirl or? Yeah. yeah. And it's like. I thought you knew all their names. Yeah, just making. You you knew the names. I couldn't remember if it was Supergirl or (laughs) Superwoman. Um, And I just want to say, like, it was exciting. Mm -hmm. Like, the energy in the room was palpable. Like, people were abuzz. 
yeah. they were speculating what's going to be in the movie. I heard so-and-so, I heard such-and-such, such, you know, like everybody was like giddy yeah. with excitement for the movie. So um, the producer and the director then came out on stage and I thought they were husband and wife, but it turns out they're brother and sister. <sighs> And that was kind of and the kissing and stuff. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. <was> <laughs> right. That's what threw me off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was a. I have to say, like it honestly ended up being a little anticlimactic because they were super cool, you know, and it was really neat to see them. But they're not good at like introducing movies. They they're great at making movies. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not great at introducing their own movie. What? Right. Because they were like on stage, and then they were like, yeah. So. Um, I guess, yeah, you're good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You good. I'm good. Um, all right. So should we, should we just, all right. So the flash. We're going? Yeah. Going? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like super awkward, but anyway, so lights go down and the movie rolls and I don't want to like over exaggerate this, Yeah, but I'm, that, you, you've never overblown a movie. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. This was the best movie I ever saw. <laughs> yeah. And the part I don't want to exaggerate, but I want to report accurately. Right. There were many times that might be strong. There was a good number of times, five or six times throughout the entire movie, when the place erupted into applause. Wow. Like people were into this movie. I did not go get a refill. I did not go use the bathroom. Like I stayed in my seat and was glued to the screen the entire time. Wow. And... There were a number of times when, like, the place, it wasn't anything of the scale, like, remember the Avengers when, you know, Thor's hammer came or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it was nothing like that, but it was just, like, periodic, like, either something exciting happens on screen or, you know, there's a reveal, you know, or whatever, and the place, like, went crazy. Yeah. And then the other thing that I'll report is that um, it was really funny. Oh, like yeah. I laughed out loud a number of times. Wow. It was very funny. It was moving. There was great action. The story's great. Uh, I, I, I thought it was great. Well, this is all fine and dandy. Yeah. But you still haven't gotten to the big news. Oh, oh, right, right, right. The yeah. Warner brothers news. Yes. Yeah. How could I forget? The, the biggest news of the, yeah. I think that maybe you wouldn't have come home if you hadn't. Right seen this news well as you know because we yeah. planned this out we discussed this in the staff meeting right i organized my week around this around making sure that Vili de Nueva, <laughs> yeah dennis villanueva villanova yeah sports he brought a new trailer for dune 2 i agree with everyone who says I think what did he say? I think he said something along the lines of like the first one was the appetizer, this is the main course. Mm. And I think that I would agree judging from the little bit of con I I didn't see, you know, 15 minutes of it or a half an hour right. or anything anything like that. But judging from what they shared with us, I would stand by that. You're like, oh, it was, maybe I will read the rest of that book. Right, exactly. Yeah. In fact, I was kind of like sulking the whole f plane ride home. Yeah. Cuz I was like what if I had that book? I've wasted so much of my life by not reading Dune. That's what I've been saying. I know. I know. I know you said it. <laughs> I've been saying it a lot. I, you turn around, I'm like, he is wasting so much of his it's life. It's so hard to see a friend yeah. throwing his life away. <laughs> Having not finished Dune. He almost made something of it. <laughs> he didn't finish it. He could have been something. <laughs> Wow. So that's my CinemaCon report. I mean, I had lots of fun, little interesting conversations. Um, yeah, but wow. that's that's pretty much my report. I missed, so some of the bigs, I, I went early to hit those independent theater owners meetings and the NATO PA meeting and stuff like that. So because I went out a little bit early, I left a little bit early because yeah. I didn't really have it in me to be out there for eight days. What? So I missed the Disney presentation. Oh. I heard there was con. I you know now I'm just reporting the same thing you saw online. I missed the Transformers content. I missed the Indiana Jones. You know all this you know stuff. But I mean I heard I read online the same thing you read. Yeah, some stuff out there. Well, just to uh, compound on the Dune news, the real news. Mm. Uh, Vanity <laughs> Fair released an exclusive look at Dune Two. Lots of great pictures. Mm. We got to see. Um, Florence Pugh as Princess Irland for the first time. She looks fantastic. And I think she embodies that character quite well. Um, 
this is just an interesting little thing I wanted to to, to, to wrap up our news here. It's it's not even news, but I agree with you. It's newsworthy because I feel like this is a very rare but terrific. It's not very often that you get an iconic, arrogant, yeah. legend filmmaker admitting they did something wrong. Right. Uh, if you are not aware, E.T. Uh, features a scene where the kids are going down the street on their bikes and they start to fly. And there's a roadblock put up by the police. And the police have originally pulled out their shotguns. Well, this was in the late 90s, early 2000s, was deemed a little too uh, aggressive for being, like, because they were pulling shotguns on children. Um, so they digitally took out the shotguns and replaced them with walkie-talkies. I remember it was a big controversy. Yeah. It was a controversy. Steel, Spielberg. Spielberg? 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 Steelers. Was it Steven Spielberg's spokesperson, whose name is Mr. Spielberg, <laughs> Mr. Spielberg, which is oftentimes confusing to a lot of people? Yeah, so Mr. Spielberg sit out and said, Mr. Spielberg right. has this to say. Says, I should have never messed with the archives of my own work, and I don't recommend anyone do that. All our movies are kind of a signpost of where we were when we made them, what the world was like, and what the world was receiving uh, when we got these stories out there. So I really regret having, ha having done that. He said basically this is couple different ways of how uh, it should be seen as like a bottle of time and yeah. this is what it was this was yeah. what was appropriate at that time I respect him for saying that yeah so that was interesting and that thank God is our news oh he's still a new move new move I brought <laughs> it I practiced it that's from, that's I, from I didn't want to tell you I had a little side lesson you know with some showgirls and no. they were teaching me some of the, the jazz hands but pen yeah what happens in Vegas stays, yeah, stays in Vegas. except for herpes. <laughs> and that move. <laughs> that shit comes back with you. <laughs> and the cancer from the, 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 right. all the smoke. Oh, my God. All right, we got a million trailers. Yeah. Did you get a chance to watch these? Yes. Okay. Let's start off with... Can we just start off with Oppenheimer? Because I was not able to find a new trailer. Okay. I had not seen this trailer before, but... I thought we talked about this. I saw it here last week. Uh, maybe I missed it. Okay. So we can just cross that off then. Okay. Uh, there was an Oppenheimer trailer that was like an actual trailer, and I guess mm. I must have missed it that week or something, but it's playing mm. here. Yeah. So Here at Penn Cinema? Yeah. In front of Renfield? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's start with The Wrath of Becky, which is what I almost clipped off reading the synopsis. I was like, I'm not interested in this. Right. I don't, don't want to. Nah. This is not going to be right. for me. Nah. Turns out. Probably very much for me. Perfect for David. <laughs> yeah. it, it, they, the description sell and the, the picture for it sells it as a super ultra bloody gore horror thing. Yeah. The the screenshot on the title sequence card is her covered in blood. Yeah. It almost looks like a horror movie. Right. But what it is, is a comical revenge uh, thriller horror. Yeah. I don't want to. I think horror I is it's, wrong. It's not horror. It's it's going to be gory. It's going to be a gory Comically thriller. Like, think Deadpool. Or, or Redfield. Or Cocaine Bear. Or Cocaine Bear. Yes, thank you. It's like really over the top. like Except maybe good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it does look really... It's got uh, Sean William Scott in it. Where has mm -hmm. he been? He's great. And, uh, you know, basically they steal her dog and she's like, well, I'm going to get my dog back by killing all of these people in a very comical way. So... Um, that's my surprise of the week, honestly. Yeah, that's not my trailer of the week, but I, uh, but I enjoy. I thought it was going to be a waste of time, and I watched the whole thing and was thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. All right, hit me. My trailer of the week this week is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Really? This opens up everywhere on November 17th, including IMAX. This looked incredible. It The funny thing is, is it looks not too different from the original Hunger Games, but at the same time, Still, like I'm so like, much oh, better. I I want to watch this right. movie. It looks so much. I would I would say it looks as good or better than the first Hunger Games. Yeah, I'll go with it, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, this one doesn't really mean as much to you anymore. But the Flash had a new trailer, yeah. which uh, which I watched because I wanted to understand what people were seeing, okay, and how they were marketing the movie. And I feel this is my trailer. I feel like this has to be my trailer. Of the it's week. a great trailer. It's, I mean, it's basically a Batman trailer. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, it's it's got some Batman stuff from 89 Batman that just mm. Mm, hits mm. the right spot, if that's what you're Scratches into. that itch. Yeah. So, 
That's my trailer of the week. Then we have a trailer that I couldn't care less about, and that's the Equalizer 3. And then we have a trailer called The Next Goal Wins. Right. This this was pretty good. This was better than yeah. I thought it was going to be. Well, it's a Taika Waititi right. film. I love that. Like, it's based on a true story of things that most definitely probably happened like this or something like I that. I thought you were going to say, I like how they have the credits of from the from the from yeah. the loser of the Oscars for their thing. Yeah. And the loser of the this People's award, Choice award. People's <laughs> Choice Award for this other thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the loser of this other thing. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh I forget I this is a weird. I don't know. Do you ever experience this? I remember the things I just described to you. Uh-huh. And I remember thoroughly enjoying this trailer. But I forget the premise. It's a uh, guy is a coach for soccer. And they're like, you can either be fired or go co- coach oh, a that's team. That's what it was, yeah. American Samoa. Right, right, right. It's like it's a fish out of water co- yeah. coaching story. Yeah. Cool running. I like cool right, running. Right, right. Yeah. But the comical part is that they can't, they can't, they can't score. <laughs> and <laughs> there's one scene where there's like, nope. There, there's, they go to kick the ball and it bounces off the pole and like six people and misses the, <laughs> right. somehow misses the, right. the giant goal. This next one could have been my trailer of the week. A Haunting in Venice. Yes, I would agree. And it's surprising. It may, maybe should be my trailer of the week, but it, it's not. It's, this right here, it's like, hold up. This is, is it going to be a horror movie? This is Murder on the Orient Express, right? Yeah, this that's is the an, thing. You, if you watched this trailer and didn't know what it was beforehand, right. you'd be like, this is going to be a horror movie. And then Hercule Perot shows up. And yes. you're like, wait a minute. Right. This is an Agatha Christie story. I'm really interested. Like, I don't know how I feel about this because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, cool. That's really interesting. That's yeah. a fresh take. But on the other hand, I'm like, but I really liked the first two. Yeah. Which were very similar in style. And I hope they don't sort of lose that style because I like that style. I think it will still have that, but it's going to have these other elements. I, I did see the trailer and think, I wonder how much of this is marketing. Because the first two, mm, mm-hmm. uh, although I think they are fantastic films, have not, I wouldn't say they performed over the top yeah. or anything, which is kind of like one of the things I love about the series is that it's not a banger, mm-hmm. but they're still like, well, we're just going to keep doing our thing. And, you know, we're going to, and we're not going to, well, so far, they didn't cheapen it because it wasn't as successful as they, it didn't become like less of, right, they right. kept the quality level. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I so. thought it was really good. I completely fit that description that you described where, like, I forgot that it was part of, that it was an Agatha Christie thing. Yeah. I was just watching the trailer, and I was like, oh, this looks really wild. And then all of a sudden, Hercule Perot, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's this guy. That mustache. Yeah. Mustachio. Mustache. Last trailer we have here is Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which, um... I watched this trailer and I'm like, I want to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like the lines where the kid's like, I didn't see nothing. I'm not seeing anything right now. Right, yeah. What's going on? He's and that's like, the kid from In the Heights. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I forget his name. I okay. meant to look it up, but it's that same, like, he, I really like him and he was in Hamilton yeah. and like, he's just a really talented guy. He seems cool. We keep calling him a kid, but I mean, I bet he's, you he's in his thirties. Yeah. At least. At least late twenties probably. Yeah. Yeah. At least he's not like 40 or something. Ugh, Guy talk about it being over. One foot in the grave. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> to quote the great Leslie Chow, it's funny because he's old. <laughs> to paraphrase the Leslie Chow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to our movie review. Do you have one outside of Flash? I do not. Okay, that's fine. I saw Renfield. For those of us who are just normal people. Right, regular. Yeah, don't get invited to hold right. seat spots. Right, right. You know, <laughs> I saw Renfield. And you've not seen it, right? Correct. Um, see it. I, I really I int- I really wanted to, and I decided that I was going to watch it this morning, and then I got Yeah, carried. no, I get it. You've yeah. got a billion things going on. But yeah. I'm saying, like, I don't think that you and I ever are, like, push each other to see because because we can if we really want to right but i'm saying i think that you'll like this movie yeah. like it's it's not amazing it's not like the best or anything but nicholas cage is great as dracula um it's not very deep but it's got some decent humor 
And it's weird because everyone, everyone I talk to is like, oh, it's so gory. But it's like a comical type gore, yeah. which is probably going to go along with the Wrath of Becky yeah. type of things. Like, here's an example. It's going to sound over the top. You know, he has he eats a bug, he gets really strong. Yeah. He's being attacked by policemen in body armor. Okay. At one point, he's holding onto the guy's arms, right? And so he, he kicks him in the chest. And so, comically, his arms just detach at the shoulders because right. that's what would happen. He kicked, he kicked him so hard. He kicked him so hard. Right. And then he's beating people with the arms stay perfectly straight. <laughs> now he's beating the cops yeah. with the arms, right? And then he sees the girls in trouble, like, a level below. Yeah. So remember the cops are in body armor. Right. And they're just people. Right. So he takes the arms and he sh- sh- throws it like a spear and it goes through the body armor, right. like into the dudes. Right. Like, it, right. <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of like. I love it. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm here for it. Yeah. So it's one of those movies that you're kind of like, I don't want to say like, oh, stop what you're doing. But if you get a chance. Yeah. It's funny. It, I don't regret seeing it. Um, it's a good popcorn film. Awesome. So next time we see each other, we'll be Guardians? Yeah. Or we'll be right before Guardians? No, it'll, it'll be, be after, Guardians it'll, weekend. It'll right? be Guardians. It'll okay. be the week. The next time we see each other will be uh, um, May 12th, which is um, another good movie. But yeah, Guardians will have, that'll be our that'll movie. That'll be our movie. That'll be our pick. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd like to see Sisu before then. Yeah, I want to well. see Sisu. You know what really got me excited for Sisu? Was the, an ad that the was dogs. the dog the dog ad that you guys yeah. posted, which I then tried to find like a direct link to, and I could not. Yeah, so that's a Penn Cinema exclusive. Yeah, it must be. Props that's Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, Goonies. Was, Jason was behind the that. best. It, for those who don't know, go to the Penn Cinema Facebook page and, and find it. But but to, to sum it up, basically they're like showing all these reviews that are like, if the, this looks great, but if the dog dies. I'm out. Or I'm, this movie's going to be the worst thing ever if this dog gets hurt. Yeah. And if anything happens to this dog. Yeah. Like all these reviews, yeah. like saying how this dog, like, is the be- is like, if anything happens, they're going to be pissed off. And then they're like, spoiler, the dog lives. And like, that's the whole trailer. Right. And then they repeat that, like, periodically. Yeah. The dog does not die. <laughs> yeah. Right. At the end, it's like certified living dog right. at the right. end. Dog alive at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, I'm like, all right. I like, I like that. Speaking yeah. of guardians. Hmm. A friend of mine that I was hanging out with in Las Vegas, who is a um, mid mid to upper level executive at an unnamed, massively large chain of movie theaters. Ooh, okay. So the guy knows his business, yeah. right? He's been in the business a long time. I'm sorry, business. Business. My man says the Flash will outgrow Guardians. I don't doubt that. It's going to be close. I think it's – I. here's the thing about Guardians. People are – okay, let me rephrase it. DC has not done great lately in our hearts and in the theaters. But people want it to do good. Yeah. So if something good comes yeah, along – They're going to rally. They're going to rally. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a freak yeah. out. They're, they're going to the, freak out. And everything, everything I'm hearing, even apart from – People who don't always overhype things right. <laughs> uh, is saying that Flash is amazing. Yeah, uh, I've also been hearing really good things about Guardians, but people are kind of a little worn out from yeah. Marvel. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the truth. Yep, it's going to be a fight. Okay, so Renfield was the best movie we ever saw, and yeah. so was the Flash. It was the Flash. Moving on to, to listeners' notes, questions, comments, mm. answers, and so forth. If you want to be a part of the show, emails mm-hmm. podcast at pensinema.com. We heard from a longtime faithful friend of ours. Yes. You might know her as... It's the final countdown. Yeah. So Top 10 Sarah hit us up. Long time no see. She says, I'm excited about new movies. Not exclamation point. No exclamation point. What's up with that? Come on. There is so much you could explore in this world of Harry Potter. Storylines shouldn't have to follow Harry Potter. They could follow any of the parents when they were at school. They could go back in time a lot further and cover the beginning of Hogwarts. They could follow other schools other than Hogwarts. The possibilities are endless. It seems like the school storyline is a bit better than the Fantastic Beast storyline. Which I will 
agree because we were talking about this stemmed from a comment that we made, I made, mm. about how they're remaking Harry Potter as a TV TV mm. show. You so, made the comment, but I wrote the comment on the cue card that you read. Right. Right. But yeah. I'm mean, not to split yeah. hairs. Why well, I, I moved my mouth right. and then an AD, you ADR'd it right. later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this was in response to that. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they're making any more movies. Maybe it was a misunderstanding of what we were saying, but they're making a TV show. No, I totally agree with what Sarah's saying. But I agree and, that she has good ideas. Yeah, like, like why? Like, this is a great example of like the opportunity if you have a good creative team that can can run with it. Right. The opportunities are endless. Which is funny because like you're in a, a prime Literally example that backs her up is that they just came out with a Hogwarts. I think it's called Hogwarts Legacy. It's a video game. Mm. And it was extremely popular when it came out. And it's just about going to school at Hogwarts. It's not Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. It's just in that world, in the school side. Yeah. So she's right. Yeah. But then we had someone hit us up that wanted to rebuttal that. That was like, Oof. That was like Oof. not only do I completely disagree with this person, would never talk to them in person. Right. Did you ever, did you feel like a little bit like we were at a family dinner? I did. And I was like. Is everyone going to be invited back <laughs> right. at Thanksgiving? Because everyone's favorite sister chimed in. I love it. Do you want to read I this? I love when she chimes in, by yeah. the way. So um. oh, we should also say Sarah's going to see Formula One and like, I don't know, like on top of Mount Fuji and and like the bottom of the ocean and stuff. She's traveling all over the place watching these cars yeah. well, go around. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Everyone's favorite sister. Yeah. EFS. I took a taxi from Caesar's Palace yeah. to the Las Vegas airport. And you didn't even see her. It should be like a 15-minute drive. Yeah. It was about almost an hour. Holy smokes. I bet she already knew this, but I'm going to share with the rest of the audience. Yeah. Formula One is coming to Las Vegas, to downtown Las Vegas, yeah. and they are, literally, they are literally tearing up the strip so that they can repave and, and have an appropriate speedway Whoa. run down the strip. And I, obviously I'm not going to like go, but I thought that was so cool. Like, I yeah. think like that is like, it reminds me of why, like when I was watching Driven, like Formula One is an amazing sport. You think you could bring them here a little Definitely. Yeah. We've got a long strip out yeah, here. Yeah, we've got a runway. Yeah. They could go off the road and onto the, onto the airport. All right. So everyone's favorite sister uh, in between races. Yeah. She, well, no, Sarah's she, going to the races. Oh, right. Everyone's favorite sister says she wears oh, right, Disney right. stuff right, 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 nine right. out of ten times of the day, right, right. except for when she's right. at work. I got the sisters mixed up. Um, now uh, we're not coming now back Now we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now Ooh. we're going to be sitting at the kitty table. We're going to be sitting at the kids' table. All right. All right. So anyway, everyone's favorite sister had a comment about Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. She says, I'm a huge fan of the books, not so much the movies, and I doubt that I'll watch the Max series. Why? Because I don't want it. We had the movies for the original books. I don't want them to be done again. There is so much more in the universe to explore. Why redo what's already been done? Give me something new. Whoa. Now, to make her point, yeah. she goes on to speculate. It's like if George Lucas had decided to just ignore the entire Star Wars universe he created and redid the original trilogy, but with a whole new cast. No more Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker. Here's a random dude instead. Enjoy! Instead, he created the prequels and love them or hate them. I'm in the second group. You can't deny their value in leading to a whole new world of stories, including one of the best movies of all time, Rogue One. Ooh. Think of all we'd lose if the prequels didn't exist. That's why I'm so sad that Harry Potter is just a reboot. There's so much more to explore. We could be missing out on our next Rogue One or an equally beloved animated series. Look, I know Fantastic Beasts wasn't great, but that's because it focused on a character we never met in the books. If they'd focused those movies on Dumbledore and Grindelwald, I think it would have stood a chance. Which is what they wanted to do. Right. Maybe the answer is to follow the Disney model. What? Wait, whoa, sidebar, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. What's she know what? about Disney? That... The Disney model? What kind of background? Is this on, is this, is she, is, 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 they have, she have hands in those pockets? Did you, did you, did you, uh, 
<laughs> I see what she's doing. <laughs> Maybe the answer is to follow the Disney model, said everyone everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Maybe the answer is to follow the Disney model and kick JK out of the creative process. You know, like Disney did with Lucas, not to mention kicking JK out would solve a whole host Oh, of right. other issues people have with the new series that have nothing to do with the story nine. Now, here's my favorite part of this email. Yeah. She gives us a TLDR. Yeah. Which I know what that means. Yeah. Because I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I'm not a dope. No. I'm not a guy who walks around and doesn't know what TLDR no. means. And Frodo told you that one time. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. thanks to Frodo, yeah. I have learned that TLDR is what you say when you think maybe the person you're talking to does not have the attention span to read what you wrote. Right. But what does it mean? It stands for too long, did not read. Yes. So everyone's favorite sister gives us a TLDR at the bottom. A real TLDR. A, a real TLDR, just perfect for my attention span. Right. And she goes on to say, TLDR, Harry Potter reboot is bad. Yeah, not even the Harry <laughs> right. Potter, no, Harry no, Potter no, reboot is no, bad. Right. No, right. no. What's that? That's four, that's five words. Yeah. And one of those <laughs> words is super short. Right. So it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Look, ladies, thanks for writing. And we're glad to hear from both of yes. you to know that you're both still alive and, and bouncing around. And save there. me a seat at Thanksgiving. I'll be there. Yeah, I will as well. But now, I'm bringing gloves. We forgot one. We forgot a letter. Oh, from the mystery? Yeah, baby. You know it. He wrote it. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble 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 gobble. This was great. This is I did laugh. This, hard this was this. another sort of short and sweet one. Yeah. Um, from the people who created. So you and I saw Cocaine Bear. Yes. And whatever we thought of it, we we then there was discussion. I think we said it, and then it came online. Mm -hmm. Somebody's gonna have like Cocaine Shark. Yeah. Right. And now Scott goes on to say the sequel to Cocaine Shark will be Cocaine Hippos. Yeah. But we were thinking about two different Mystery Gobble things. Oh. Which means. Oh, I know the one you were talking we about. have that one here too. He's back for round two. Yeah. Because so <laughs> he wrote us in again and he said, this will really piss David yeah, off. Yeah. So we had a headline yeah. from one of my favorite media sources. Yeah. When I want to get to the bottom. The real news. When I want, I don't want to fool around with fluff. No. You know, and, and the the fake news. Bipartisan. And, yeah. No, no, no. Real news. I want, like, like this is, like, yeah. no frills. This is where you get most of your trailers. This is where I get all of my news. <laughs> the Onion. <laughs> right? So The Onion had a, a totally legit headline that said, Dune Part 2 picks up right where the viewers fell asleep during the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Scott wrote in and said, David is not going to like this headline. <laughs> I had a good chuckle. At yeah, that. that was good. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for sharing both of those comments. To which I say, the boahs in Dune were way too loud for anyone to fall asleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you doing? What's going on outside of the movie theater? Outside of reading Flashpoint and not Dune. I'm all over the menu. Oh, my God. I'm on Apple TV. Oh, no. Watching Ted Lasso. Whoa. Which I'm thoroughly enjoying, even though one of my good friends posted the other day how much she hates this season. <gasps> and another one of my good friends posted the other day on Facebook about how this is the best season he's ever had. Whoa. Like, so it's just interesting, like, when some of your, when, you know when, your, love and hate. when your friends are di divergent like that. Oh, man. It's a big word. Big look, word. Look it up. Wow. I learned that shit from Frodo, too. <laughs> uh, on Netflix, I'm watching Carrie Russell, who stars as The Diplomat. Oh, okay. Now, listen, I want to say everybody already knows about Ted Lasso and the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. The Diplomat is a little bit under people's radar, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's relatively new, isn't it, it? Yeah. If you like, like, sort of a little bit of a government, sort, it's not quite a spy movie, but, like, yeah. it's sort of like House of Cards. Any lizard people? West or? Wing. No okay. lizard people. Right. This is brilliant. I'm yeah. thoroughly hooked. So The Diplomat is on Netflix. I'm also, Amy and I are continue to be huge fans of the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, watching that every time That's it nice. drops. That's over on Amazon Prime. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like on repeat, but probably for the last time because two of these shows ended Yeah. Uh, last week. So our lessons last time, Picard season three ended. Um, What's that? A, a, is that like a Star Wars thing? It's a Star, a Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek thing. Yeah. And that's different There's though. No, it's not about a war. It's about a track. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Is there pew pew? Well, no, that's Star no, Wars. This is more yeah. 
Mm, yes, sir. <laughs> mm, calculations would seem <laughs> no. Oh, <my> <laughs> yeah, funny every time. <laughs> Star Trek Picard uh, was fantastic fan service, and I love every moment of it. And I wish, at the bottom of my heart. This had been the only season of Star Trek because I hate when people act like fan service is like a bad thing. Not always, no. It's not always a bad no. thing. Sometimes it's great. Yeah. Um, I also finished The Mandalorian season three, which I thought was a huge letdown and do not care. And then I can I've continued down my journey of Star Wars Rebels. I'm in like season three. Pew pew. It's like pew pew pew. It's got the pew pews and um, all sorts of things. And it's. I'm. I am humbled to say that it is good Star Star Wars. Mm. So there you go. And then last night, <laughs> the last special for Doctor Who, I noticed hit HBO. I didn't know. I don't know what it did, but I noticed it was there on Wednesday night. And then I watched it last night, and I got to see the Doctor regenerate into David Tennant again. Anyway, I don't really have much to say about that other than I watched it. <laughs> you were trying to think of something funny, but there was, was. Not, there was nothing there. Doctor Who is one of those things where I used to love it, like, unashamedly. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, uh, I can't recommend this to anyone. Right. It's so hokey. Yeah. Uh, but I still want to know what happened, yeah. so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So, All right. Well, that's that. So next time we meet in two weeks, we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, and Do we think yeah. Guardians kicks off the summer? That's when the summer starts, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely. Because, yeah, like, it's Fast X, like, right after yeah, that, right? Yeah, Fast 10. Yeah. Your seatbelts. Right. Yeah. I made that joke to the studio guy, and he didn't get it. He didn't, like he's it. like, Fast 10, your seatbelts? Nah, nah. And then, meanwhile, the guys out standing outside of the A24 are like, ah, <laughs> What are you coming back here, buddy? <laughs> he's, he's always has the best hits. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that podcast. <laughs> I love how the A24 guys are now just <laughs> dudes with stogies in, in robes, just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing like when Kramer had the smoking club in his, in his apartment and guys are playing poker. Poker. Yeah. yeah. And all sorts of things. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, pictured them like doing lines of coke. Like, <laughs> you know. See, interested in hearing about our movie? Do another one. Do another one. <laughs> no, no, you're still not interested. Do another one. Do another one. <laughs> All right, look. If you want to be a part of our show? Oh God, the one that you're listening. Oh God. To, the best way to do that is to go yeah. ahead and email us podcast at podcast at pencinema.com. That's our new email address, mm-hmm. right now. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's if you want to be if part, of, be the part show, of the show. Part of the show. Email but, podcast at pencinema.com. Right. But if you wanted to support the show. Support the show. How, I mean, how would someone do that in this day and age? In this day and age? Yeah. Well, what, I don't, did you, did you hear about this? Did you? Might, well, this might have been a Vegas thing. Yeah. Did, well, I didn't yeah. know if it made it into the CinemaCon recap. Whatever state, whatever happens in Vegas stays Right, right. Except for the reviews. Yeah. They get leaked. But those trailers haven't right. come out yet. So what people were doing out there, and it, you mm. know, it was, it was kind of embarrassing. It got kind of embarrassing after a little while, I but bet. what people were doing was every time there was a new trailer, Yeah. every time you watch a trailer online, mm. instead of commenting on the trailer, yeah. comment, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. Yeah. what do you think of this trailer? Right. The pencil of right. They'll tell you yeah. what you should think about this trailer. Yeah. Like, you don't they know. You don't need to watch this trailer. You just listen to the show and they'll tell you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they have a whole section on it. Right. <laughs> They've seen it. Trust me. Maybe not the right one. They've seen right. it. <laughs> or at least half of them have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least half of them have seen. <laughs> Which half? Right. Who knows? Right. <laughs> half of them are 100% every time. Every time. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So so that's that's happening, right? But if yeah. you don't have anyone to talk to, right? Or if you don't like trailers. commenting on trailers, yeah, you just just, tell, just tell a friend. Yeah, yeah, that works. What if you don't have a friend? Tell us. Tell us. Well, it's been a long time since anyone's reached out and told us about the Pensilvania podcast. Do you listen to the show sometimes? I mean, I've been known to dabble. I I go in and listen to it every yeah. now and then. Yeah, sometimes when it's it, you know what I do really legit listen to other than editing. Is when someone's like, oh yeah, it's like when you did it, and then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, right. I go back and listen to. The, the, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to like an old one, like yeah. from like 
episode 12. Yeah. When we were still trying to act like we knew shit. <laughs> As opposed to now. You know what set the tone was, I, I we've talked about this before, but I just love it because I think it set the tone for the whole show forever, is one of our very first episodes was the Oscar special. <laughs> <laughs> and Neither of us do anything about the movie. <laughs> 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 we're like, oh, I guess it was good. Sure. Yeah, what else? Uh, <laughs> Did you see him? No. Did you? No. Uh, it's probably going to win, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take my word for it. I know nothing. <laughs> He's an expert. <laughs> He's not seen it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Once again, for the Pets of Podcast, I'm Dan Bolton. And on 10 Catch em. Take, Take care and party, party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>